Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Annapolis. You know, that young person who graduated college this past spring and is now getting ready to go get that big job? Well, here, guess what? Get over to Leon Tailoring and check out their career services division. They've got lots of good professional attire, reasonably priced for both your young men and young women who are getting off into that world of work. Hey, they graduated, they did all the interviews, now they got the big job coming up, so make sure they look the part. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. That's Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Well, we're taking our uh, monthly chat with Congresswoman Victoria Sparks. Uh, Congresswoman, a very busy day on Capitol Hill. What's going on? Well, we have a lot of votes today, and most bills are not controversial, but, you know, some people just like us to have recorded votes, so it's um, a lot, a little bit drama, so we have 22 votes, and, uh, you know, it just, you know, has all this Plenty of drama, plenty of delays, and, you know, that's what this is about, but that's okay. We'll get it through it. Not a problem. Let's uh, start with the situation in the Ukraine. Uh, your thoughts on how uh, the, the, the conflict is going and how the U.S. response is working out? Well, I think we had a very delayed response, and unfortunately, and, you know, every inaction has consequences, a delay of action. So I think uh, under pressure from Congress and American people, this administration started understanding that they have to have some more proactive and bold approach so that this crisis can be de-escalated or it will escalate even further not just to Europe, but also around the world. A lot of people don't realize that there are a lot of grains that block right now in the port of Odessa, and UN just was there, and they were saying over 24 countries will be destabilized if this grain doesn't get out of the port. And you, you might know that, you know, hunger and famine is also a weapon of mass destruction, and you'll have, you know, countries in riots and failed governments. If, you know, for example, 80% of grains of Egypt uh, are imported from Ukraine. So I think it's a very serious situation. Moldova is getting shaken up. A lot of things happen in Baltics, very concerning. I met today with uh, Deputy Prime Minister from Latvia. Uh, I also uh, been in Poland. They have some challenges. So I think, you know, everyone is understanding that we need to be more serious and bolder. But U.S. leadership is important on this issue. So I think presidents are doing a little bit better now. Unfortunately, it's a couple steps behind, but we are where we are. So hopefully going forward, we'll do better. Uh, are you surprised that the war is taking sort of this long? Uh, because I originally thought uh, the Russians thought they'd be greeted as liberators, but obviously the Ukrainians had other ideas. And with all the, the rumors and talk about the Russian military, you think they would have uh, basically taken the country by now? Well, I'm surprised that, you know, someone would think that way, you know, to tell you the truth, you know, and considering you know, that, you know, how much interactions we had with Ukrainians before just to make assessments like that, that's probably not not very good assessments. I think we made bad assessments in Afghanistan. We made bad, bad assessments from this administration in Ukraine, and it's very costly, but, you know, we are where we are. And unfortunately, a lot of Ukrainians are dying, more are going to die, but these people will be fighting, and they're very determined, and it's determined the way I Plus, you know, when you see this atrocity, what's happening, I mean, it definitely motivates you because you understand that if you don't hold the ground, there is, you know, you're going to lose everything. We're on the phone uh, talking today to Indiana Congresswoman Victoria Sparks for a few minutes. Congresswoman, another big item uh, that a lot of folks in D.C. and around the country been dealing with was the, the leak of the Supreme Court draft opinion. And remind folks, just draft opinion about uh, the abortion issue, basically uh, overturning Roe v. Wade and giving it back to the states. And once again, just a, just a draft. We don't know what the final opinion uh, is going to be. Uh, any lawmakers uh, asking the governor to call a special session if the court overturns Roe v. 
v. Wade. You got the Senate possibly uh, taking a vote on uh, abortion rights, and also just uh, different states sort of doing different things. What are your thoughts on on Roe v. Wade and the whole abortion related issue? Well, I think it's really what we have right now. Just go, you know, go into the leak situation. That is actually a very, very dangerous situation because, as you know, we have independent branches, and Supreme Court is a branch that's really independent of all of us, you know. And they should be, you know, as you know, as Thomas Paine said, I actually point out today in my judiciary committee because we had the debate. The law, you know, is keen. You know, that's what our country was built on. That and that Supreme Court is independent judicial. Will be making decisions, what is constitutional, what not, without influence of the public or politicians or Congress. So I think it's very dangerous right now where we're trying to exercise some people, you know, on the left, you know, undue influence on court, politicize and intimidate our judges. This is very, very serious situation, and this leaks to the seriously investigated that should never be acceptable so i think as an institution we have a problem there as a republic you know and i think you know our judges justice are very smart justices and you know they're very independent we have a lot of originalists there and you know a lot of people might not like it including conservatives but they will you know be ruled by the constitution and they will do what is the right thing to do but also we need to understand and that is the beauty of our republic right that states rights are important and you will have some states war with liberal policy, you have some states war with conservative policy, ultimately, people, you know, can decide what do they prefer. We don't have borders between states. And, you know, as long as something is not unconstitutional, the states have the rights to decide how they do that. But also, I think it's fair if states going to run their states terribly, that state of Indiana shouldn't be paying for Illinois, California, New York. As long as my constituents don't have to pay for bad mistakes, Ultimately, states will have rights, and I think that is what the what our country is about. So there is no like everyone is trying to make it such a big deal about that. It's actually going to be revisited in a you know in a way that are going to be very smart people deciding how to do that because I think a lot of things were politicized with the court, and I think we need to stop politicizing the Supreme Court. It's very very dangerous to do that. Victoria Sparks with us for a couple more minutes on the program today. She's uh, graciously given us some time as she's uh, sort of in between votes uh, on the House floor as we have this conversation. Uh, Congresswoman, uh, I've got to ask you about the story in Politico, basically calling into your sort of leadership, uh, management skills uh, in Congress. You, you, you kind of laugh and chuckle. I can see the look on your face right now. Uh, what, what's going on there? Are, are you actually the worst well, I- boss on, in Congress? <laughs> Listen, I only serve uh, my constituents in my district, and I need to make sure that we'll be agile and good to do what is important. There is a lot of politics and everything else. A lot of these young people need to toughen up, but we have a lot of good people. But for me, it's very important. You know, I want to make sure that people that, you know, I extended my team in the district, make sure that we serve constituents, that we do things with the right things to do, and sometimes maybe shake up a little bit. DC, which is good, you know, DC needs to be more accountable. We need to help be more productive. Plus, you know, I'm a person that, you know, if I'm going to dedicate part of my life to the Republic, I need to get stuff done. I take in time for my family, for my children, you know, for my businesses. You know, and if I'm going to do that, I need to make sure we deliver results. And sometimes you cannot be afraid to a little bit shake out the status quo. You cannot be afraid, you know, just say, you know what, maybe we'll look at things differently. You can sometimes maybe get into deliber- debate and deliberation. Sometimes the best decisions are done. But you have to work with the people that can fit. And, you know, there are different people with different styles. You know, my style is deliver results. Delivering results is tough. 
you know, this is a very difficult place. So you need to have tough cookies around you and be the team. But I think I have a right team, right setup, and right budget to incentivize performance. Unfortunately, congressional offices don't have enough budgets like, you know, people think it is a lot. But in reality, it is not. An executive branch is very, you know, large branch. So to be able to be check and balance, you need to make sure that you have the people and incentives you can set up, you know, to deliver that. So that's why, you know, I'm more executive type of person. And I set up how the right things is for my district and for me and other people do that. And it's okay. Just put some down. There is a lack of politics. And it's okay. You just make it tough and yeah. Politics is okay. Uh, final question for you. Uh, you just won the primary. Congratulations. Uh, what's on your schedule for the next few months? Well, there is a lot of drama. It's going to be. We're going to midterms. I think it's important, you know, and I don't take things for granted. You know, I need to make sure that I'll do enough campaigning in my district and make sure that I get out. I have some new areas, so I think that is very important for me, but also help my Republicans to win. And I think, you know, I for me, it's important to be in the majority. I think it's important for the American people to be in the majority. But I also think, you know, I... You know, I do politics because it's necessary. I don't like politics. I like policies. There are some policy initiatives. I want to make sure that Republicans, you know, can, you know, offer to the American people. You know, I'm still working on health care. I mean, Indiana has a big problem with health care costs and value, particularly with the price of health care. This is a big initiative that I'm working. We're going to release some of the legislation, probably. <laughs> it's going to shake up some. I get more, a little bit more enemies, which is okay, <laughs> you know. It's, it's okay to do that, but I want to be collaborative and have a debate. But I think we ultimately cannot be afraid to deal with tough issues and be able to tell, you know what, we only serve the people. We need to get things done for the people, and we're going to propose solutions. We're just not going to be just a party of talking and complaining. It's much harder to govern, you know, than actually complain. But to govern effectively, you have to have policies and legislation ready. You need to really socialize it with your legislative, with people around it. And they just say, you know what, we're going to pick some hills to die on and we're going to take this hill. You cannot do it every hill, but you need to pick some issues. And that's what Republicans need to do. And I want to be a great friend and ally to my Republicans to get things done. All right. Well, our guest on the program today has been Indiana Congresswoman Victoria Sparks. Take a few minutes to chat with us while she's in between votes on the House floor. Congresswoman, it's always great to talk to you. Look forward to getting together with you when you get back to Indiana. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.